Ladies and gentlemen, and low lives. And we're back, or at least I'm back. Um, Tomas here for another episode of Meatball Thoughts. Um, thank you for coming back to listen. Uh, John is still in the process of setting up Affinity Fish, and I am still guest list. Guest, guest list, guest less. Um, I think just this month was kind of just like a write-off. Um, unfortunately, because all the patios reopened, and then everybody's schedules changed eight times. Um, but but I am in talks with a couple of people to get them on the pod. So you guys don't just have to listen to, to my silly ass voice and, and solely what's going on in my brain. But since you are here and since I lack John and a guest, um, we're going to talk about some real arguably silly things, some very Canadian things. Um, and, and, and some appreciative kind of stuff. Um, so maybe we'll start with, with something a little a little more vulgar, but yo, fuck Bun's Trading Zone. Bun's Trading Zone has given me nothing but headaches for the last, uh, I would say, week and a half, two weeks. Literally, I've been trying to sell these two old iPhone 7s. I was like, cool, I got I got a, a, a new phone, uh, not even like a nice one of the 12s or any of that kind of jazz, but I got a, an iPhone SE that came out last year. Same size as the 7 but the processor's a little better and and all that stuff. It'll last me a couple more years until I can, um, you know, whatever. Get get whatever phone I so choose to once this one dies. Um, and by no stretch of the imagination were these phones. They weren't in bad shape. They were just, you know, they run a little slow. They're, you know, five, six years old or whatever. Um, but this one guy, like, he was so, he was, dude or dudettes, or non-binaries, or whoever's listening. This guy was like, like he was saying he worked in restaurants, but then, like, it was just, it was so, okay, so it starts off by him being like, you know, I, I put, put my price or, like, trading value worth of price up, and I'm like, you know, I want cash. I don't want, I don't want to trade for, for dumb stuff. Like, this cash is literally going from my hand, from your hand to my hand to, pay my visa like it's not i'm this cash is not for for me to spend or any of that jazz it's the money that i spent that i didn't have um but uh he you know he messaged me he's like cool i'll do the agreed upon price um and then he's like and then he tries to get me to come all the way up to like fucking finch station i'm like that's cool i'll do that but you gotta tack on an extra 20 bucks because that's you know, that's an hour and a half of my time, which 20 bucks for an hour and a half is less than minimum wage. So like, like, come on, man. Like it's, this, this makes, this makes total sense. He's like, well, I can't do that. I'm on a budget. I'm like, that's fine. Okay, cool. Like you want to, you want to buy these two phones and he was going to give them away. It's like, that's not pertinent information for our trade. Um, or, or are you buying the phones? Like, I don't, I, I don't care what you do with them. I just care that you can be flexible like i'm 
like and by by no stretch of the imagination did I expect them to bend over backwards for for these two phones, but like $180 for two iPhone sevens is like a fucking legit steal. Um, and I just, I just wanted them out of my life. I didn't, I didn't care what, like I wasn't trying to get 300 bucks for them. It's like, just fucking just get these out of my life. Like it's a steal and I'm willing to go literally to the complete North end of town to like, to, 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 for for you to buy them from me like it's it, i tack on 20 bucks and i could have made your made your life so easy and then he shows up he's like 15 minutes late for the meeting finally and like literally this has gone on for two weeks i've been chatting on and off with this guy every couple days for two weeks and he just can't get his shit together and he's like you know the restaurant i work at or i own or something like that you know everything's really bad i'm like cool man i get it but like just give me a date and time and i can be somewhere and then we agree upon today. I'm like, great, that's awesome. Like, give me a, a a place where you want to meet. Like, you can pick all this stuff, and I will come to you wherever it is. And he picks somewhere fucking downtown, and then has the audacity to, when he shows up. He's like busting my balls about me, about about me. Just like, like literally, I gave him my phone number twice, two fucking times, two times. And I'm like, call me so that we can exchange like voices because there's so much getting lost over text right now. Like there's no nuance. Like he, I'm like, like I, I messaged him when I was, when I was sitting out front of the place where I said I would be three times. And, and then he said, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm inside. I'm inside in front of a McDonald's. And I'm like, no, I told you exactly where I was and where I was going to be and where, like I said, outside on the street in front of this building that we agreed to meet. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he has the audacity to message me back and be like, relax. And I'm like, what? What? Like, son, you made this way more difficult than it needed to be. And maybe, maybe, you know, to his to his point but it's like you know re- restaurant people my, myself included tend to speak very to the point maybe a little too abrupt or 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 forward or aggressive at times and and it very well could have read that way in the text message so you know it's that's partially on me but also like son you're getting two phones for under $200 and I'm willing to meet you at Young and Bloor at a, a subway station. So if you did take the subway down from Finch Station, like I'll meet you on the platform and then you can just hop back on the train and fuck off. Like you don't even have to come up to street level and go um, and and take streetcars or, or any of that shenanigans. Like it's wild. It blew my mind where it's just like this. This is such a. You're, you're making this so inefficient. Also, call me. Like, just, why, why? This, this is something, okay, maybe, maybe this is where I start to sound a little cunty or, or a little abrasive, but it's like, I don't understand why when someone says, call me, 
like I don't know. My my mother does it all the time. She'll I'll, I'll we'll, te- we'll text a couple times back and forth, and then she'll just say call me. She'll just text me and say call me, and it's just great. Yeah, why are we even texting right now? Um, or I'll do that with with John. I do that, or with certain people. If we're just text, if we text more than two or three times back and forth, just call me. This is wild. Like it's it's wildly inefficient. We can solve this with an under a minute phone call. This saves both of us so much time and headache. Like people people need to embrace calling people again. I know I know I've said this before on the podcast, but like straight up call people. Texting is not efficient. Like it's not efficient and it shows no emotion and it or or the person who's reading it mixes it with all their daily bullshit emotions and and stresses that are going on in their life and i i'm guilty of it too i by no stretch of the imagination do i think that i am immune to this this kind of shenanigans but it's like jesus christ man like get it together um but yeah anyways i know we we traded off it was great finally i mean it wasn't great Clearly, it was frustrating. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, clearly it was frustrating. But, but, um, got rid of the phones. Got 108 bucks. I'm sure Visa appreciates me giving them a payment. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. I'm done with it. But it's also like, and then it's also just like, okay, next topic. Very Canadian stuff. The weather, like the weather is wicked humid right now in Toronto. And it's just like, maybe I, I think that probably has a little bit to do. It's just like the, the compounded humidity and just discomfort that a lot of people are feeling in the last week with just like the weather spiking and staying where it's going to stay and all that jazz. Um, I think it's just, it's, ugh, God, man. But I mean, by the same token, this weather is ridiculous, and it feels like such, such a such a cop out to be. Like, <laughs> it's like give me give me spring again. I want spring when it's like seventeen degrees and I can choose to wear shorts or pants, or a light sweater or something. <laughs> like I just I want. We don't. We all just want the weather to hover around twenty degrees. Or whatever that is in Fahrenheit. Is it? Uh, it's like 68, 69, 70 degrees. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry for the yawn. Uh, hopefully I didn't pass that on to you guys. Um, no, man. I don't know. Anyways. Anyways. Um, more food related. Collard greens. Um, we just... Uh, at the diner, so at the farm rather, um, we, uh, Ben just harvested a whole bunch of collard greens and, uh, he gave, uh, he gave my coworker, my coworkers and I a little veg box, um, uh, in the kitchen. I think the kitchen guys, Jake and Jake and Brennan, um, and myself all got veg boxes, um, with like kale and collards and like man, people need to like embrace collard greens because they're so good. You like, you, you braise them down, like you blanch them, braise them down with a little bit of, like a little bit of stock, maybe even a reduced stock if you want it to be a little more, have a little more body. 
um, you know, you throw, you sweat off almost not even, not even caramelized, just like a heavy sweat, like bordering on starting to caramelize like onions, garlic, uh, maybe throw some pecans or some almonds in there, uh, like crushed up. And then you throw these blanched collards in, cover it with the, with your reduced stock, maybe a little bit of chili. Uh, you know, like, uh, I've got, I've got some fermented jalapeno from last year, from my garden last year. And it's like, it's just dumb tasty. Like, and they're so good for you. Like, I'm pretty sure I haven't double checked the, the nutritional information on collard greens, but like, it's a, it's, it's similar to kale, you know, it's that, it's that bitter green, um, <sighs> fuck, sorry, sorry for the yawn, man. Just sleepy McSleepers over here. Been up since 6 a.m. and it's my goddamn day off. Um, no, they're um, it's it, they're they're kind of like kale, where it's it's um, it's a bitter green needs to be processed. You know, some some people, but even even the kale from the farm has been so tender. Like this, I I don't know if I talked about it before, but the Siberian the Siberian kale. It's just like, it's so tender and just hits with like the most beautiful punch of horseradish. Um, and it's like, man, it is just wildly delicious. Um, but collard greens, back to collard greens. My bad, my bad. Um, you braise them down, you know, after you throw all that jazz in, you cover them with stock, throw a lid on it or like, or a cartouche or something like that. And just let them braise for like 20 minutes. To 15, 15 minutes. Yeah, I would say honestly like 15 minutes because then once they cool and you go to reheat them, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to degrade a little bit. So, you know, you, 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 15 to 20 minutes, but you taste them they're nice and tender. They like, they go with literally everything. You throw them on rice, throw them on grits, you throw them on um, you know, you could, you can throw them on orzo. You could throw them on anything, any small grain or, or like maybe cream of wheat. If you're, if you want that kind of jazz, like it, they're just like the most sloppy, saucy, delicious fucking green, man. Like I am starting to realize how kind of spoiled I am at the diner. Um, and maybe, maybe you guys have realized this ahead of time before I did, I mean, likely, but, um, it's like, I get to have fun with some of the most tasty food that I can get my hands on, whether it be the eggs or the bacon that we do, or the, the, the turkey, the, the, the smoked turkey that we do for sandwiches and stuff like that. Like it's, it's all just fuck man. Like I, and I, 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 I hate to like gas up the diner too much cause Lord knows I don't need to add more more fire to that, uh, stoke that, that fire of the ego of the diner. But, um, but God damn it, man, I am, feel so thankful. So, so thankful. Um, I mean, obviously this is going to be another little bit of a shorty. Um, but, um, sorry, lost my train of thought there. Jesus Christ. This is, this is why I need John back, man. <laughs> Cause John, John, John's mind can actually pay attention to all the thoughts that I'm throwing at him. Um, so many, so many little, 
little little meatballs, little thoughts, little tidbits of of shenanigans or stupidity or just straight up silliness. But um uh yeah. Sorry. Last topic. Okay. Just go out and buy some collard greens, man. Go out, buy some collard greens. Look up like look up a recipe from from uh from like one of one of Sean Brock's books or any any southern book, man. Like straight up. Any any you know, I bet um I bet Rodney Scott's got one in his I don't have his book yet, but um I bet Rodney's got one. I bet uh I'm sure I'm sure Sean Brock's got one. Um you know, just any anybody, any chef that has put out a book from that's 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 southern food i'm sure has some version of collards in there um but yeah man collard greens are just they're the shit they're so the shit and like like a nice deep green leafy veg probably lots of iron in it i imagine um just like super tasty for your digestion like you can do them raw um i think you just have to like you know like like people do with like shitty kale salads where they like dress it an hour in advance so that it can like wilt and start to start to break down. But like literally the kale from the farm is like, it's so tender and it's so perfect for like the kale Caesar that we do at the restaurant. It's just fresh raw kale. It's not marinated for an hour before or any of that kind of jazz, but it's just wicked tasty and it's so tender and the stems are so good. Oh, God damn. God, I love summer for vegetables, man. And carrots are coming now too. Like, let's go. Let's fucking go, veg season. God. God, man. I almost I almost want to like go visit the south in like the springtime again. Just so I can be around like two big pops of veg season. You know, you get their big pop in like March. You get ours in like May, June, the beginning of June, where everything just really starts to pop. Oh, also, that strawberry jam that I did on the last episode turned out so fucking good. Holy Jesus. Nice and tart, but like, oh man, a good amount of sweetness. You get get that, like, that, that bourbon at the end and the vanilla just to like, the bourbon and the vanilla just like finish everything off and it's just, mm, fuck, it was good. Um, actually, any, any of you that are listening, if you've listened this far, um, first, first, let's say three people to hit me up in the DMS on, uh, at, at, uh, meatball thoughts, uh, on IG on Instagram first, uh, first five people, first five people I'll hand deliver a jam, a jar of jam too. Um, and it's sealed. You can, you can keep it for as long as you want, but first five people to hit me up in the DMS, um, say, what'd she say? What'd she say? Uh, jam session. Just, just message me jam session and, and I'll get you, I'll get you a jar of jam hand delivered at your convenience and or workplace. Um, (laughs) um, but yeah. Uh, and final topic, let's go final topic. Um, as I'm, it's, you know, like I, like I was mentioned at the gate, um, my apologies for, for a lack of guests. 
but I was talking to, um, yeah, I was up in Barrie yesterday uh, visiting with my mama. And I love her very much. I think she's, a, she's an incredibly wise woman. Um, always seemed very forward thinking with with the best of intentions. You know, she's learning Ojibwe so that she can be uh, more educated about indigenous uh, peoples and their languages. She's, you know, she's always championed the whole um, live sustainably kind of a thing. She's a legit, straight up, non-metaphorical, actual, literal tree hugger who hugs trees and is the reason why I will hug a tree or grab a tree and shake its branch and say thank you or something like that. But uh, I'm going to try and get my mama as a guest, mostly mostly because, because I think it took a lot of observation and, 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 and quite quite the wherewithal to be like oh cool this kid likes food not just eating it but like knows how to wants to learn how to cook it and wants to get better at that and all that jazz and she just she has she has this weird i don't know if it's an energetic eye or it's a, a quite quite literal eye i mean she's had a couple of eye surgeries so like i don't know if if her sight's all that good so it might just be like a metaphorical eye but um, she, I think she's a powerful woman and, and, and just would bring a decent amount of knowledge. You know, she's in her mid sixties. Um, she would bring maybe a level of calm or knowledge or creativity to, to a conversation and, and her and I are quite open. So it would be a very, uh, it would be a very relaxed, but also a very, uh, very interesting conversation. I think, uh, in, in recent years, you know, my, my mom and I have had, have had these deeper, darker, more intimate conversations that, that require, um, a fair amount of thought and, 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 and effort. So, but, um, enough of my rambling. Um, oh shit. Shout outs, shout outs. Oof, 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 oof. Maybe we won't do a shout out this week. Maybe you know what? I don't know what what cookbook you guys are. Um, maybe you you have in front of you, or or maybe you have it just kicking around on a shelf somewhere. But like, maybe we start recommending a a book, a book to to read, um, or to check out, or to pick up, or or uh, or or what have you. But um i'm like i'm looking at looking at my stack that i have here in front of me and i'm like there's like a book what einstein told his cook which is more of like a novel sorry now i'm moving closer to the shelf uh i've got a pied de cochon in here i'm like maybe maybe it's like instead of a shout out this week we'll go what book what book have i picked up most recently and really enjoyed Oh, feast, feast, food of the Islamic world. Um, by I'm probably gonna butcher this name, but Anissa Halu, um, is a phenomenal book. It's beautiful. The recipes are fucking next level, and just like wicked inspiring. Just to be like, the amount of, 
the amount of spice and not like spicy, but spiced um, kind of stuff that's going on in there is fucking so amazing. And I'm just like, maybe, maybe it's because I don't know a whole lot about um, Islamic food, but um, I've, I have found this book on multiple occasions to be quite educational. So um, shout out to Anissa Halu. I really hope I'm pronouncing that properly. Um, if I'm not, someone please correct my pronunciation um but uh yeah we'll we'll keep it keep it at like 24 25 minutes um okay uh and i gotta go i gotta go i gotta go shower and go on a date wish me luck um or oh no no i don't have a date uh anyways not important um i love you appreciate you for listening um and I hope you guys are able to enjoy all the sweltering heat in TO or wherever you are. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening. As always, if you have any comments or concerns, please hit us up at MeatballThoughts on Instagram or email MeatballThoughts at gmail.com. We love you and appreciate your support. Bye for now.